Good morning, survivors, and happy Tuesday. You know, just before I forget to tell you, today is Talk To Me Tuesday, so I will be here live, 1 p.m. Central Time, to talk to you and have you talk to me and tell me what I can help you with. So if you have questions you want me to answer specifically, show up here at 1 p.m. Central Time today, and I'll be here for you, all right? Okay, so today we're going to talk about why it takes so long to get over narcissistic abuse and, in fact, how long does it take? All right, so let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and this channel is all about teaching you what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. People are always asking me, how long does it take to get over this? How long is it going to take? How long is it going to take? And the fact is that it's different for everybody, okay? Narcissistic abuse takes us from being completely devastated. You know, when we come into a relationship with a narcissist, if they're not our parent, um, we generally start out in the honeymoon phase. We get love bond. We think everything's amazing. We think they're our soulmates. And then by the time they're finished with us, we're devastated. Uh, we're a shell of our former selves. We're someone that we never thought we'd be. And we don't even know who we are sometimes. And often, a lot of us came out of families that taught us that we weren't worth anything. And so we tend to still continue to believe that. So sometimes we have to kind of start from scratch, creating our lives and ourselves, because we don't really even know who we are and what we want. And that is what this is all about, right? So why does it take so long and how does it take so long? How long does it take? Let's talk about it a little more. So I would ask you a question. If, you know, in response to your question, how would you, how long does it take to get over narcissistic abuse? Well, how long do you think it would take you to get over the death of a loved one? Because this is literally the same kind of thing. Not, not that the narcissist necessarily died, but the person that you thought was there never existed. And that feels a lot like somebody dying when you think about it, right? So that's it. When you go through the pain and the grief that is caused by this kind of separation, uh, you know, it's it's very much like going through, you know, someone dying. And they say, in fact, that the divorce is actually more stress, excuse me, more stressful for you than actually, um, you know, having someone die. So, uh, you know, separation from a narcissist is even more painful than a standard divorce, uh, more challenging because there's no normalcy about it. You are codependent with that person during the relationship. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But first, do you have your coffee? <laughs> this cup, as you can see, says you on it. Uh, and it's half of a set that I got for Valentine's Day that said me and you. So I thought it was cute. thought you'd like to see it. <laughs> All right, let's get on with it. Any relationship that ends is going to be hard, like I said. But when you're dealing with a narcissist, you've got another thing to contend with, and that is psychological trauma. And just so you know, the definition of trauma is injury, right? So one of the most debilitating things that happens when, it's, when we're dealing with this type of abuse um, is, is that it's incredibly damaging to us, and we tend to pick up a little PTSD or CPTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, or complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And yes, that's the same thing that you hear about soldiers getting when they've been through war, okay? We have gone through a certain type of war for our souls, as it were, okay? So remember that a traumatic event is going to involve the experience, a single experience. But when we're dealing with a narcissist, 
um, it'll be repeated events and that, you know, we'll have the sense of feeling overwhelmed and, and anxious and stressed out and, and everything. And this can let, you know, it can last decades. So if you think about that, you know, if a soldier goes to war and he's there for a month and he's traumatized by what he sees, imagine being in, and, and granted, to be fair, I'm not comparing us to soldiers, okay? Soldiers are, uh, you know, and, and military people, they're on a whole other level with what they see and what they deal with. But when you deal with it on a long-term basis and it's a consistent thing, it can really mess with your head, especially because narcissists love to gaslight you and make you feel crazy and like you're worthless, right? So this is something to consider. Eventually, obviously, this leads to very serious long-term negative issues. So how do we get to the point where we get over it? What is the... Is there a timeline we can create? How do we do it? Well, something I tell my clients is this, okay? Sometimes you can set an end date. So for me, for example, uh, when I went through my divorce with my narcissist, um, I told myself, okay, you have a month. <laughs> and a month was too long, honestly. Um, I literally couldn't eat for three weeks. It was miserable. And I'm like not the sort of person who doesn't eat, y'all. Seriously. <laughs> So uh, the point is that it's really important for us to be aware of what we've gone through, which is why I do what I do, because I want you to understand. And then it's important for us to learn how to not only understand it, but also to overcome it. And so, you know, depending, depending on what we're dealing with, um, it, it can take anywhere from a few weeks to a few years. Some people say it takes a lot longer than that. Uh, personally, I think that if we allow ourselves to dwell for too, too long in misery and in recovery without actually trying to move forward, that we're just doing ourselves a disservice. And quite honestly, we're still letting the narcissist control us from over there. So if we're working on recovering from narcissistic abuse, one of the very best things you can do is decide to yourself, okay, I'm only going to give myself this much time. Now, here's my suggestion. If you tell yourself, okay, let's say if you were in a relationship for less than a year, you should give yourself one to two weeks, okay? And that doesn't mean you're going to be completely over it in one to two weeks, but that means that you're going to give yourself one to two weeks to scream and cry and throw things and do whatever you need to do to feel sad and angry and upset. And then at the end of the two weeks, you're going to give yourself, you're going to say to yourself, okay, this is it. No more crying. I'm going to start moving forward now, okay? Now, if you've been married for 25 years, you know, maybe you want to give yourself three or four weeks. But don't waste more of your life than that with the crying and the throwing things, okay? <laughs> My point is, the sooner you decide that you're ready to start to recover, the sooner you will begin to actually recover. That's the deal. The things you might feel if you're going through narcissistic abuse recovery is you might go through a stage where you feel completely numb. You might hate everybody of the opposite sex or the same sex, whatever you're into. Um, you might feel, uh, you know, like you're completely engulfed with the need to protect yourself and you might not trust anybody at all. And who could blame you for that, right? Um, because you, you're finding out after all this time that you've been with this person that that person never really loved you and the love was never real, the love that you thought was real. And you're finding out that, you know, the time you spent together, the emotions, everything else, you believed that that was a real loving relationship. And now you've been devastated when you found out that maybe the narcissist never loved you at all. And it's not your fault, but it really throws people for a loop because they, they, especially people like us, because we can read people and we ask ourselves, how did I let this happen? And clients ask me all the time, you know, I, I'm so intelligent in other areas. I'm successful in my career. I'm doing this and that and the other thing, but somehow I fell for this person. How did this happen to me? Well, 
It happened to you because you're a nice person. It happened to you because you're an empath and because the narcissist believed in the moments that they said the things they said during love bombing. I think they really believed some of those things. You know, I, you know, they really believed it was love at first sight or whatever. What they were dealing with was a normal infatuation, but because narcissists can't really be deep people and they can't really think beyond what's right in front of their face, it never works out well for them. Feel what I'm saying? So if you're going through, you know, if you've recently been discarded and you're going through trying to get over a narcissist, I want to tell you one thing, um, and you probably won't like it, but the fact is that narcissist did you a favor. And now I want you to look at it in a new way, and I want you to imagine the level of freedom that you can now enjoy, okay? I want you to think about how you're going to be allowed to make your own decisions now. I want you to think about how you get to be who you really want to be, and you don't have to worry about what the narcissist thinks about that. You know, the, the, the big secret is that deep down inside of yourself, somewhere in there, you really are the person you want to be. You just have to figure out how to bring that person to the surface now, okay? The narcissist has worked really hard to keep you away from yourself, if that makes any sense. Uh, the best way to begin to find yourself in this case is to figure out your life after narcissistic abuse and, you know, understand that you can now indulge in the things that you love that make your soul feel alive. It's a beautiful thing, my friend. So it, it, it will help you to discover yourself and bring yourself to the surface. Do you feel me? So if, you know, okay, okay, I know you're thinking to yourself, you're like, wait, but what if I love to do something I'm no good at? How's that going to help, right? Here's the deal, okay? First of all, you don't even know until you try, okay? Secondly, you don't have to be good at something to enjoy it right away. You can stop feeling like you're not good enough and you can begin to try, okay? Nothing wrong with a hobby. If you want to be a painter, you don't have to be Michelangelo. You could just be like Lisa Frank or whatever. I don't know. I just made that up. But anyway, the point is being not good enough is just a lie that you have come to believe thanks to the mind-numbing experience of being with a narcissist, all right? It is a narcissist nature to tear people down, especially those who are closest to him or her. The narcissist must feel in control. The narcissist must maintain what they consider the appropriate amount of admiration and attention from the various sources of narcissistic supply in their lives. And when they get it, they feel validated and they feel like, wow, I'm, the, I'm so, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm the, maybe they're the nicest people you've ever met. But when the narcissist finds themselves, when they find themselves um, spending too much time alone or with a lack of you know, attention, admiration, etc. What happens? Do you know? Well, what happens is they become a whole other person. Uh, they rage. They, they have narcissistic rage, narcissistic injury. It, it devastates us, okay? But at this point, how long does it take to get over all of this abuse? Well, it's really up to you. Um, you can choose to intentionally heal, and it can be a lot faster. Or you can choose to dwell and, and wallow and, and be sad, and guess what? It's going to go a lot slower. So it's really up to you is my point. Um, I, I, I would say that it could take as short as a few weeks, as long as a few years or longer. All up to you. All right. So if you're looking for coaching, you can help, you know, hit me up, NarcissisticAbuseRecovery.online. Or you can um, pick up one of my books at BooksAngieWrote.com. Or you can join the university and, and that's kind of a middle ground. So you can, um, you know, Self-help with support, I like to call it. There, there are support, supportive features, supportive groups, a uh, couple of 
live sessions per week um, that you can attend if you like that are in small private groups so that you don't end up being lost in the crowd. So it's kind of cool. Uh, but like I said, also today I'll be here at 1 p.m. Central Time, so you can also um, show up for that, and I'll see you there, all right? Uh, so if you have any questions, comments, concerns, leave them below. If you're looking for the links I just mentioned, those will be below in the description as well, all right? I'll see you later today for another video and definitely for our 1 p.m. meetup here on YouTube, okay? I'll see you soon. Have a wonderful day, everybody. And as always, thanks for letting me be a part of your day and a part of your life. And hey, thanks for being a part of mine. It really does mean a lot to me. See you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.